Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, my friends, I um, just want to tell you that I've gotten behind on my emails, and um, sorry about that, but uh, I've been out for a couple days. I caught, I got some staph infection last week, and uh, I'll tell you what, man, I learned my lesson the first time I had staph. Um, I got it, didn't know what it was. I waited on it until I got sick and fever and by the time i got in there um, i had such a a bad case of it they had to cut out golf ball sized chunks of meat out of my leg and uh, it took me eight months to heal from it so this time when i got it and my forearms swell up like a football uh, i didn't want to take the risk of that happening again so i had to take off for a couple days and they fed me so full of antibiotics. Now, one thing that's cool is I didn't realize this when you take antibiotics is that um, you're susceptible to sun. So I went out in my yard the other day and I was working in my yard and my ponds and everything. And I came back in, I was like bright red as a bee boy. So I'll tell you, I got a new sun tanning technique. It's called take antibiotics. It really works. Today, what I want to cover, start with here is um, before we get to all the emails, and I'm going to try to catch up on some of the emails today. But first, somebody sent me an article that I think is rather interesting. And when I first started reading the article, I was at first a little put off by it because I thought it was just going to be another one of those articles that talks about the fact that people are not going to be able to retire. They can't afford to. There's not enough money to retire. And they're going to have to work for the next 20, 30, 40 years of their lives, et cetera, et cetera. And that was my first impression of the article. However, I think that many times in life, this is a perfect example. I caught myself doing what I catch other people doing. You're reading into the material, the outcome you would like to have come from the material. But I have to say, as I got further into the article, I actually found some of this stuff interesting uh, and probably pretty poignant. And uh, so I'm going to share it with you today and we'll breeze through this and then we'll get on to our emails. This article is called Don't Retire, Instead Rewire. 
and it starts like this. There's nearly 77 million baby boomers in this country, and these folks are reaching retirement age at a rate of anywhere from eight to 10,000 per day. Man, that seems like a lot. A trend expected to continue for at least the next decade. So that begs the question, what are these folks going to do? First of all, it's just the sheer numbers is frightening. You know, what do we do with all these people that have been working and paying Social Security to support the Social Security people, and now they're not going to be working anymore, and they're going to be sucking down on Social Security? It's going to be quite a financial drain from the system. But that's not where the article really went. I mean, that's where I thought they were going, and that's, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just old hat. We've heard it before. But here's where it went differently. Now, there's a guy named Dr. Woody, which to me is a joke. I mean, it's Dr. Woody Woodpecker, who is interviewing some other guy named Michael Biviona. But he goes on and says, um, what's the greatest concern retiring boomers should be aware of? Bianova says, I don't think many people realize that they may live 30 to 40 years after leaving the workforce. The amount of money required to sustain a comfortable lifestyle is staggering. Some people are not prepared financially or mentally to retire. So there is the basic statement, right, of the premise of the article. Now I'll skip through about three or four or five major paragraphs of all the garbage about people just aren't going to be able to afford to do it. And then it comes down to the part that I thought was interesting and actually impactful. It says, what are some of the psychological impacts of retiring too early? And I like that word too, T-O-O, early. Too early for what? What is too early? I retired at 34 years of age. Did I retire too early? I don't think so. Do you think a guy that retires at 50 thinks he's retiring too early? I don't think so. But now they're trying to say that retiring at 65 is too early. Goes on and says, get this, boredom is the main problem that people have to deal with if they don't plan ahead and build bridges to what they would like to do during the last phase of their lives. The word retired is currently being replaced by the word rewired. People actually have to consider this time of their life as a new phase that may last 10, 20, or even 30 plus years. I've been very busy during my almost 20 years of being rewired. Just an example of how busy people can be if they build those bridges. I'll use myself as an example. I'm so busy that I had to develop a priority list. Now. I have to tell you, I've been retired since I was 34 years old. I've never had a boring day in my life. In fact, I think that it's exactly opposite. Most people believe that retirement is the end of everything. To me, I looked at retirement as the beginning of everything. I bet most people out there have 10,000 things they've wanted to do their whole life that they put off and just never did because they had to get up and go to work every single day for their entire life. Now, for you to be bored when you retire, you have to be brain dead. Now, I'm not saying people aren't. I'm sure there's some people that have never developed any kind of outside activities other than work, and when they quit, they haven't a relationship with their wife anymore. There's no more relationship. The spouse, the wife works either way. I'm sorry, I don't mean one way or the other. But, you know, if you don't have a really strong relationship with your spouse, and all of a sudden you're home, I've heard women say, Dell, get this guy into real estate to get him out of the house. I don't like him around. You know, that's an amazing concept that your spouse wouldn't want you around. The other one is, is that people don't have any hobbies. Now, my problem is I got so gosh darn many hobbies, I can't get them all in. That's my problem. It's 
like I'm busy as can be, and I have projects and things I want to do, and I can't barely get them all in. There's, yeah, I wish there was three of me. I really do. And it's not like it's work. It's not like I have to do it. I've, I've got plenty of money. It's just stuff I want to do. It's interesting. But this guy got me at this part of the article because he actually has a list here that he lives by, a priority list that he lives by. And I actually thought, man, that's actually pretty close to the truth of what I do. And thinking, wow, I wonder if everybody lives that way once they retire. So let's go over this list real quick here and see if any of this makes sense. The first thing he says is exercise at least three times a week. Absolutely. What good is life if you don't have physical fitness? If you don't have health, now don't get me wrong, I'm falling apart at the joints. I have too high a blood sugar, I have too high a cholesterol, and too low of the things I should have. Everything in my body is either too high or too low. And there's just nothing you can do about that. That's aging. You take medications, you try to exercise, eat healthy, keep your body weight down is an important one. And yeah, you try to get live as healthy as you can. But the bottom line is, if you don't have energy, if you don't have health, then man, what good is it to be retired? You might as well be sitting at a cubicle because there's really nothing worth living for. There really isn't. I recommend all of you Get started on some type of a fitness program right now, whether it be walking or jogging or going to the gym and riding the bike in the air-conditioned building, which I prefer over being outside in 110-degree heat. Uh, lifting weights, little resistance exercise is good for the bones, keeps your bones strong so you don't get that hooped over, humped over look you see so many seniors have. Uh, you need something. You need some fitness, right? And, of course, eating healthy is its not a diet. That's the wrong way to look at it. It's how you eat. What do you eat? I eat, you know, 70% of the time the same really healthy foods. But then 30% of the time I eat whatever I want. And I drink on a regular basis. I mean, if it's not every night, it's every other night. And so, you know, I'm not going to cut out my glass of wine. And I'm not going to cut out a few nice things in life that taste great because you're only going to live once anyway. But on the other hand, I'm not going to eat to be an obese slob to where I'm dying because I'm obese. Want to learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited and the Real Estate Education and Mentoring Program? Call us at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565. Or go to lifestylesunlimited.com to register for our free workshop. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Longtime Lifestyles member, Curtis Haynes. The real joy for me, looking back, is helping others. And I wouldn't be able to have done it without the support of Lifestyles. I just can't say thank you enough, Dale, for that. If we were to ask people if they could vote on the top ten guys uh, that help other people, you'd be one of them. There's no doubt about it. You have this roadmap of all these success stories. I'm just one. I'm just one person out of a thousand fantastic success stories that each and every person can learn from. Uh, that's my advice. Take Curtis Haynes' advice. Come meet the like-minded, successful investors who are helping others just like Dell helped him. 
Attend the workshop. Get your map. Safely and quickly build wealth and passive income so you never have to worry about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Call 1-866-971-8970 or go to 5wayswemakemoney.com. That's 5wayswemakemoney.com to register for the workshop. Del Wamsley talks about finding that one thing that made sense for the lifestyle. I looked at franchises. I looked at multi-level marketing. I looked at everything in the world. But nothing made as much sense as buying one simple little rental property. Real estate is your best option. Real estate makes sense. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to buy your first rental property. Join our live online free workshop to find out more. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Del Wamsley talks about positive cash flow tax-free. I bought one little rent house. So a month later, I bought three more. Now I started receiving even more positive cash flow. $880 a month positive cash flow after just two months. This cash flow was tax-free because of the way I did it. Because if you know how to do it the right way, you won't pay taxes on that. Give yourself a raise, tax-free. Find out how at Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Lifestyles Unlimited Executive Vice President, Business Consultant, and Successful Real Estate Investor, Lynn Murrow, on the critical difference between those who succeed and those who fail. Whether you have a small business, whether you are running a division of a large corporation, whether you're a CEO of a Fortune 100 company listening to us right now, or whether you work for somebody else, you have an area of responsibility and you are presented with a novel challenge by a novel virus that's going on right now. And the key to all of that is keeping your head up and looking for opportunity when what you want to do is curl up in a ball and uh, and go to sleep. And it's that is the critical difference between people. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. People who succeed right now and people who fail. Lifestyles Unlimited has been helping people succeed since 1990. Join us for our free online real estate workshop and learn the seven principles we teach to run our business and provide for our families. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Today we've started in discussing uh, what you what your life might be like after retirement. And uh, we started out with number one, exercise on a regular basis. Number two, I thought was interesting and really where the guy got me, and that was dancing, usually two or three days a week. Now, I have to tell you this, is that when you're a young kid, and many of you out there are young studs and young bucks, but I'm gonna tell you, when you get to be a mature man, there's nothing that turns women on more than being able to dance, absolutely nothing at all. It's the one thing no men can do and the one thing that most women think they can do but realize that they really can't. And so when a man knows how to dance, he can take a woman that's not afraid to learn and with a very small amount of training, teach her how to dance better than she's ever danced in her entire life and make her look wonderful. The concept is, is the man is the frame and the woman is the picture and what a good a dance a male dancer can do is really make a woman look incredible out there on the dance floor and it really is fun but here's what the real difference was in my life when I was younger before I learned to dance uh, I found that most contacts with women was confrontational or aggressively oriented towards some goal whether the, the girl was trying to hustle me or I was trying to hustle the girl it seemed like the, that it was a real agenda. And I was sitting with Melissa the other day, and we were watching two different couples talking about, you know, talking to each other. The first one was a young kid, a little girl, I don't know, 16, 17, 18 years old, and a young, dumb, awestruck guy. And the little girl just babbled on for hours, wouldn't, didn't stop to even take a breath between sentences. And I was thinking, I told, I told Melissa, I said, look, if that woman, the poor guy that ever marries that woman's gonna kill himself because she's just annoying. She's only 16 or 17, she's already annoying enough to shoot yourself over, right? And the guy never said a word the entire time. He just sat there and looked at this girl. And you could just see it in his eyes, he was going like, if I listen to all of this, Will you let me get a little of something, you know? I don't, I can't say anything over the radio, but you know what I mean? This guy had an agenda. But the, but it was so funny. And I remember back when I was a little kid, you're just sitting there like looking at these girls going, what are these things made out of? Are they from a different world? My God. And then over by the bar, there was an old guy sitting there and an older woman and her girlfriend sitting in a, a booth. And the old guy made the move. To, oh, I'm sorry, the girl came over and, and got up right next to him and leaned across the bar and did the let's lean low and let you see what I got from behind in a front shot. And the bartender and ordered drinks. And then the guy goes, well, let me pick those up for you. And then I, I, I bet my girlfriend I said, let's watch how this goes. I go, you know, the next move is, um, you know, he's going to turn around and talk to them and they're going to say thank you for the drinks. And I said, then, uh, you know, at that point, either they'll ask him over to the table 
or, uh, you know, she'll go over there. And sure enough, in no time at all, this girl's back over there sitting next to him, flirting with him. And I'm thinking, my gosh, this stuff is just so pitiful to see it because it's just so cliche. And it's so hard work because you can see the guys just sitting there going like, he's trying to strike up a conversation with these women and trying to make it mean something in life. And, I mean, it's just so difficult to watch men struggle with women that way. Well, once you learn to dance, all that goes away because now you have something that you both enjoy, that you can excel at together, that you can conversate about, that you can go places together to do things, to have events, to meet with other people. There's other groups of people that like to dance. And all of a sudden, when you go out into public, you're not going out there uh, like a lecherous old man just trying to hit on women. And you don't have to drink your way into a conversation. You literally are going to get exercise and fitness and feel good. The endorphins from dancing are unbelievable. And man, it's the greatest thing in the whole world. So I'm saying if you could pick up dancing, go somewhere, take some dance classes. They're, they're inexpensive. But if you could pick up dancing in your life, I guarantee you it will add a tremendous amount to your rewired life later on. I think it's the greatest thing in the whole world to be doing. Number three, he talks about boating, summer boating. And I don't boat. To me, a boat is like a, it's a hole in the water you pour money into. And I love the boat. I think it's the greatest thing in the world if you got friends that have boats, but I would never own a boat. Buying it is the first cost and nowhere near the last or even the highest cost of having a boat. You've got to ship that thing. You've got to, you either got a small boat that you have to take there and you have to store it and you have to load it up and you put it in the water. And by the time you've done all that, you're exhausted. Uh, or you got a big boat, which means you have to get it out of dock, fill it up with food and groceries, um, then get it out of the dock and take it out. It costs a gazillion dollars for gasoline on these big things. And then you go out for an hour or two or three or four, get sunburnt, eat, drink. It's just an excuse to get drunk. And then you got to come in and dock it. Then you got to get rid of all your potty water. Then you got to clean your thing off because if you don't clean your boat, the salt will just destroy it. Uh, then you've got to tie it up and you get all your crap out, load it back in your car and drive somewhere else. To me, that's just too much work. It's just not worth it. If I have a friend that's got a boat and they say, hey, Dell, come on down, and I just get out, drive, I'd be happy to pay for the gas just to not have to deal with the boat type situation. But this guy says boat. So what do I like? I like summer outdoor sports. In fact, I, I love to swim in my pool. I love to hike, be out in the open air, uh, travel to places where you can get out and look at things and walk around. Um, I like to do a lot of stuff that is really relaxing more so uh, than others. And he's got in here also playing golf. And I'm not a big golf player myself. In fact, not at all. My dad was a golf pro. And uh, interestingly enough, it didn't rub off on me at all. To me, playing golf is like watching baseball, both of which is like watching grass grow. But I think the concept, though, is good because what he's saying is you need to have some hobbies is what it comes down to. And something that just relaxes you and something you can go do with your friends 
And I think that's an important thing, whether it be golf or be tennis. I like tennis, a lot more activity, more action to it. Um, you know, sports, if, you, if you're going to be on a softball team or something like that, something that you like to do is important. I myself in that area, I like summer parties. I love having people over. Um, I, I like two completely different kinds of parties. I like family-type parties where they let everybody bring the kids. I love to load my backyard up with kids, see if I can get 100 or more kids in the pool at the same time, uh, and just barbecue, you know, cheap stuff, hot dogs, hamburgers, nothing impressive. But I really like that. The other kind is high-end parties where everybody comes, kids are gone, uh, you've got romantic music playing, the lights are on at night, and cocktails, and the dinner is catered. Those kinds of things to me are really relaxing. And I like to do them as much as possible. He comes on to number four, and he talks about writing articles and books. To me, I think that doing something to keep your mind sharp is really important. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Austin's Talk 1370. Here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Call us at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565. Today we're discussing those things which you might be spending the rest of your life doing uh, if you were lucky enough to be able to figure out how to retire financially. We got done, the last one was writing articles and books. This gentleman says he does. Uh, I think it's more along the lines of two things. One is intellectual stimulation. And I think that if you don't pick up the habit of continually trying to stimulate yourself intellectually, you're gonna fall apart. You're gonna lose it. And maybe that's why, you know, some of the Alzheimer's stuff comes around, maybe not. Probably a bad, bad thought. but. But the bottom line is, if you don't keep it sharp, I try to play games every day of some type where I'm using my mind to think through puzzles and games and challenges, along with do radio shows, which keeps me on my toes, and seminars, which keeps me on my toes. The next thing is traveling. I have to say that traveling is an incredible thing. I've read before places that research has shown that stuff that people buy means nothing to them. It loses its luster very quickly but stuff that people see and experience stays with them for their life. I have to tell you that I found that to be very true. When I would travel places that I'd never been, first of all, it just expands in your mind how the rest of the world really works and lives. And then it's interesting because you start to remember, man, I saw that movie, I saw this, now there it really is, I really understand now. But then, and this is the one that got me after I did a lot of traveling for a while, I took a couple of years and really traveled as much as I could, is that when I got done, I was like, every movie is shot somewhere that you've been. And it really changes the whole effect of the movie when you know where you're at. Now, the last one that he links here is he's saying volunteering. And I have to say that I have a completely different belief about volunteering, so I'm going to share it with you. Because I do believe in helping other people. But I believe that there are people that have no intellectual context at all to share with the world whether you would consider them uneducated or unsophisticated or whatever it is without me trying to sound arrogant or it's just that there's really no real benefit for them to go around and talk to people. It doesn't help anybody. In fact, it could probably hurt everybody. 
I hear these articles all the time about, you know, there's kids out there that need parents, and you don't have to be a good parent, just a parent. I don't believe that at all. I think you got a lot of wacko parents out there. So my belief is, is that you can give a man a fish, you can give a few bucks to a charity, and most of the times the charities I see are ripoffs. You know, you, you look at the Bill and Hillary Clinton charity, and that's uh, the, the most commonly known multi-mega-million-dollar ripoff charity there was in the world, political contributions whatnot. And But that's just one. I mean, almost every other charity you could ever get your arms around has had some kind of a scandal tied to it, right? It's irrelevant. The point is, I don't like charities. I think they're a ripoff. What I do like, however, is to give back. And I believe that the way to give back is if you've got something you know how to do and you know how to do it better than anybody else, then go out there and teach it. Don't give stuff away to people who don't care. Give it to people who do care. You can give it to them for cheap, but don't give it to them for free because if you give it to them for free, it doesn't mean anything to them. Now, on the contrary, I give away massive amounts of free information on the radio. I do that because I think it at least opens people's eyes to stimulation that you won't get anywhere else. Nobody else is talking about the kind of stuff I'm talking about on the radio. And so I, I just share it out there with everybody to see if it will stimulate you. But what I really believe is important is when I do big events, 5,000 people events, and I'm teaching people thousands at a time, or when I'm doing two-day seminars and I'm teaching people ways to change their entire life, these are the kinds of things I think that are a give back to society that will give you something to live for. I know I sink my teeth into it. This is one of the reasons that I have to stay alive in this world is I have set the goal of saving as many people from the lies and misrepresentations that have been given to you from college, from parents, from financial planners, from TV gurus, radios, junkheads, whatever. I want to share with you what's really true about how to become financially free and as much as I can. Now, having said that, there's one more paragraph in this that I think has some interesting points in it, and then we'll move on. Uh, it says, according to the guy that runs AARP, of the 76 million people above 50 and nearing retirement, about half have interest in entrepreneurship. The U.S. Small Business Administration and the American Association of Retired Persons are involved in helping retirees into encore careers as business owners. Getting rewired after leaving the workforce seems to be a trend. As I mentioned in my book, Rewired, Beware, AARP has an online application called Life Reimagined that helps future retirees explore possible encore career opportunities. So why is that important? Because if you'd have listened yesterday, we had a guy who was in his 60s that just picked up real estate investing. Another guy called in in his 60s, asked, was it something he thought he could do? And he said, yes. And the bottom line is, I retired two and a half years after I started investing in real estate. Okay. This gentleman yesterday, it was two and a half to three years. In, and he had created for himself almost $20,000 worth of passive income. So if you're going to live another 10, 20, 30, or 40 years, having this passive income as your secondary career, which allows you to have the free time to do what you want, when you want, with whomever you want, wherever you want, and still have the income to be able to do that, because let's face it, having the free time without the money to spend is not all that enticing. Having money to spend with no free time is useless. So I think it's the situation where that second career as an owner of something, where you can actually control your life, 
is probably a great idea, and I'm trying to get out there and get that message across to everybody. All right, we'll start with an email. It says, is there a set eviction process to follow? I may need to evict a tenant due to continued late payments. He's now unpaid for May and late on June. Okay, first of all, you should have evicted last month. And this is what typical landlords do. They let them get away with not paying. Okay, here's what the way it works. Your tenant needs to pay by the first of the month. By the third, they're late. And if they've gone up to the third of the month, you now give them a notice, a three-day notice. All right, now, by the way, these are Texas laws. I got to paraphrase that since this is a national show. But you give them a three-day notice that says, get out or pay me within three days. If they don't get out or pay you within three days, you go down to the courthouse and you file eviction, which costs 135 bucks, and they will get them into court within 10 days, and then they will lose because there's no argument for non-payment. There's no, you can't get out of it in Texas. If you haven't paid your rent, you got to leave, okay? You can't argue that I'm sick, I'm old, uh, I've got, you know, I lost my job. None of that's relevant in Texas. If you don't pay, you don't stay in Texas. So they'll lose, and when they lose, the court will give them seven days to get out. If they're not out within seven days, you come back and you file your writ of possession, and a constable will go down there and give them 24 hours to get out, or they will take them out by gunpoint throw their crap on the street, and if they don't have a place to live and they have kids, they'll take their kids away from them and put them in child protective services. But the bottom line is, you have to understand this, in Texas, and I'm sure that in other states that have people that have any kind of logic, is if you don't pay for something, you can't continue to use it. So whatever state's out there that have laws where you can't get your tenants out, then you don't want to do real estate there. In fact, you don't even want to live there. You need to get out of there and come here, man, where the real world is. But the bottom line is that here, if a tenant doesn't pay you in three days, you're going to evict them, right? So never should someone ever end up owing you more than one month's rent. Now, since we take anywhere from one to two to three months worth of rent amount as a security deposit, an amount equal to one, two, or three times the rent, one person, for a perfect person, we take one, uh, an amount equal to one month rent. For a pink person, we take an amount equal to two months' rent. And for a purple Martian, we take an amount equal to three months' rent. Or we just don't rent to them, one of the two. And because of this, and because we can evict people immediately, we don't ever lose. We don't ever lose. The only way you could ever lose is if your tenant tears up your place. And again, did you put, did you screen your tenant? Because people that don't tear up places don't tear them up. And people that do tear them up always tear them up. So screening your tenant is very, very important. But as far as eviction goes... It's a very simple process to do. And like I said in Texas, there's no defense for non-payment of rent. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Del will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Did you know that every dollar you put into a piece of real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate doubles in value about every 10 years. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. We pay almost no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. These are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. 
To learn how, attend one of our free workshops. Call 1-866-971-8970 or go to fivewayswemakemoney.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Call us at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565. We do have a live call here uh, from Tim uh, in Fate, Texas. I've never heard of Fate, Tim. Where's that at? It's outside of Rockwall. I don't know where Rockwall that's is either. 25 miles out of Dallas. <laughs> okay, I got you. You know, that's kind of like uh, the old country explanation of you just go on down there to Mrs. Jones' mailbox, take a left, and go on down to the big tree. Take another right. About right. <laughs> go ahead. How can I help you out? Uh, let me tell you, um, I have been a member of Lifestyle for a little while, and I'm in the process of transitioning. I'm thinking about transitioning to um, apartments. Um, I currently have seven properties. Um, uh, my net profit right now is about still thirty nine thousand a year. Um, far from my houses, um, I have probably three hundred thousand in equity. You know, and so that's kind of where I'm at. But I'm kind of uh, just a little peon. I've been working my job for twenty five years, and uh, anyway, my income is less than a hundred thousand. But uh, I'm in the process of selling a property to be able to um, get into apartments and pay the entry fee and anyway, want to learn that business and kind of need someone to push me off the edge. Well, uh, what's your question? Am I doing the right thing? It's scary. <laughs> you know, I'm selling well, a house that I'm making almost 600 a month off of to be able to, you know, learn the apartment business. It's just scary. It's just, uh, I'm just nervous as I can be. Like buying the first <laughs> house. Yeah, so let's see here. You've got 39000 a year coming in from $300,000 with equity right now? Well, I mean, that's, what, that's from what I've got in it myself about $145,000 as far as equity I picked up. And right. In other words, what the houses are worth versus what I owe on them is about 300000 Okay, so that's about a 13% return. That's really good. Now let's go one step further. Uh, when you sell this house, how much money are you going to come up with from it? 40 ish. Okay. 42, 43, run there somewhere. I owe 885. I'm going to get 140 somewhere around there. Well, I don't think it's worth it, to be honest with you. At this point, do you have any other money to invest? I probably got another 15,000, 20,000. But I just kind of want to get in and start learning the business and then, you know, save, be saving in the meantime, you know. But I was trying yeah. to figure out if that was the right thing to do or I need to get. I don't think money. it is. I don't think it is, my friend. I think that you've you've done very well to come up with thirty nine thousand a year in passive income, especially since you're saying you earn less than a hundred. So if you I don't know how much less than a hundred, 
but let's say you earned a hundred, that means you're only taking home sixty. So you're not that far away from buy, being able to buy yourself out of a job. If I were you, I would save up some more money and buy two or three more houses, and then you're going to be financially free. And then if you want to transfer over to multifamily, the reason why I say that is if you had a chunk of money sitting somewhere that we could just transition you, I would say fine. But if all you're going to end up with is $40,000, that's not going to be enough to go buy an apartment complex. So you've lost that $600 a month that you were making from that house for naught. I I don't think it's a good move for you. Okay. That's what I needed to hear. I appreciate your time. All right, Tim. Good luck, man. All right, 866-945-6565. Now from California is Larry. Larry, how can we help you today? Uh, I want to say thank you, and I enjoy your show. Um, And I guess my question, (laughs) I I like to sign up and do your show, but my father keeps saying, if you're so successful in real estate, why would you do something lesser like teaching? Why wouldn't someone just continue in real estate to the point like, you know, bigger than the Donald Trump or, you know, to the point they own the whole country and they wouldn't have to work so hard to sell themselves. Um, it, and then the other thing is, usually if someone's successful in something, they wouldn't switch over and just start teaching. But maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, it'd be nice to get clarification. All right, well, it's not that you're wrong. It's you're, you're saying this is what your dad's saying. Your dad's a wise man. Uh, I actually have uh, a, the same kind of attitude about everybody in the world. I'm always skeptical about whatever they, they do and why they do it and so forth. So let me ask you a question, Larry. How much money a year does a guy need to make before he doesn't need to try to work any harder? And, you know, like, is, is it really, really important to be the best guy in the entire world at something that you don't really care about? I don't care about real estate investing. I've done it. I've made tens on tens of millions of dollars at it. Uh, and I don't really care about it. So uh, it's there. It makes me money like clockwork, but it's nothing fun to do. I retired when I was 34 years old. So what would you have me do, Larry? Do you think that there's nobody in the world that actually uh, is not trying to sell themselves, but they're actually trying to sell people on a theory? I'm trying to sell people on a theory that you should go do this, Larry, that you should use real estate to buy back your life. But if you listen to my show long enough, you're going to see that I don't think you should go out there and make this your your sole uh, goal in life. It's just a way to put together passive streams of income so you don't have to be a workaholic like your dad wants you to be, like he's trying to tell you that everybody wants to be. Not everybody wants to be an arrogant son of a blank, blank, like and uh, rich guy like Donald Trump. That's not what everybody's goal in life is. I'm sure there's some people that have that goal, but I, I have no goal like that. You know, I retired at 34 years of age, and I was more happy about that than being a Donald Trump. The reason I'm on the radio is because it allows me to get to people and to and share with them. Now, why do I like being a teacher? I like being a teacher because of the adulation that it gives me. Of when I help people change their lives, man, they fall in love. They just they, they become very, very close to me. And I've got listeners and followers all over the country. And I need that kind of feeling. When I was younger, I was 200 pounds in fourth grade. I was a little fat kid. Nobody liked me. Nobody cared about me. Everybody pushed me around. Then I became a bodybuilder, a power lifter, an Olympic lifter. And I became a nationally renowned athlete. When that happened, all of a sudden, I was on stage. And I was renowned. And I got adulation. Once you get used to having adulation... You will do whatever you can do for it. Well, I couldn't be an athlete anymore. 
but I found that I was very good at being a public speaker and at helping people. And so it was just the natural next career, just like I've been talking about today in this uh, article. The article's talking about, hey, what are you going to do when you rewire? Well, I've rewired multiple times. I've gone from uh, a college-based corporate America-type job to the health club industry and con- and competitive athlete uh, to a real estate investor for many years, 10 or 12 years. That's all I did. And then after that, I became a consultant. So. You're just going to have to figure that out for yourself, Larry, but a good luck, and I hope you figure out a way to get you where you want to be. But remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.